Hello and welcome back to Finger Guns with Tony, Dave, and James. I am your dynamic co-host, Dave Baldwin, and here I am with... Vengeance. No. <laughs> no. I knew you were going to say that, and I was waiting I until after to tell you you're not Vengeance, but it's fine. Can you just tell us your name, please? My name is Vengeance. <laughs> Twice. We have Tony I'm Baldwin. Tony Baldwin. I'm here. Jesus. Greetings and salutations. And James Amatuzio, as always. Um, Are you Vengeance? No. Okay. No, I'm not okay. full of myself. My okay. ego can fit in this room that we're in. Can it? Yeah. Can it now? Yeah. You're not yeah. Vengeance. You might be Venom. You can be okay. Venom. Right. Can, be Venom? I be Venom? can I be Venom? <laughs> I'm going to be Venom. I'm going to be Venom. But you got to sing you got to do it the same way Eminem says it. All right. Venom. 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 <laughs> Great start, boys. How are we doing? I am wonderful. How are you? Doing beautifully. It's a wonderful evening to talk about a whole bunch of movies. I feel weird because it's been longer because we didn't do an episode back to back to back. So I was sitting at home this week going, "Man, I feel like I have to do something, but there's nothing to do. I'm just waiting to record this episode. So it's nice. I'm I'm happy to be back, Tony. Uh, yeah, always happy to be back. Uh, it's been it's been a long time. It's it, been a minute. It's, it's been like been, an extra yeah. week, guys. You guys make it sound like we haven't done this in like a decade. But it's been in like an extra oh. week, an extra thirty or forty movies that I go through. Oh, like serious. Yeah, it's a long time. Why don't you adopt a puppy or something? I you got. Need, you need uh, more time. I yeah. got a puppy yeah. upstairs. Her name is Luna. That's and not a puppy. she's a cat. <laughs> she's a cat. She's a cat. But That's she identifies a as a dog. She oh. identifies as a dog. Yes. Oh. She is She is something else. Okay. She is something well, else. Well, I will respect her gender identity. That's that's fine. I appreciate me. that. Thank you. How are you doing, Dave? I'm surviving. Good. Good, good, good. good I don't good. have enough time to watch 30 or 40 movies, so. I feel you. I understand. So I get it. I get for, it. La-dee-da for fucking vengeance over here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. catching on. Yeah. My mother listened to the last podcast and didn't have any comments about no notes slurping. No notes. (laughs) Yes, Josephine on board. So that's uh, that's something. (laughs) I appreciate that. That is the greatest news I've ever heard in my life. Um, speaking of Tony's watching 30 or 40 movies, let's go into a segment that we haven't done for a little bit. Best man, worst. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. But what? Let's do it. Uh, what do you want me to start with? Uh, let's, do you want to do, let's do a round table of best, a round All table right. of men, a round table of worst. How about that? Let's no, do that. I love that. it. Cool. Good. Good. All right. So my best, uh, this time around would probably be Spencer with oh, uh, nice. Kristen Stewart. You watched it. Yeah, finally watched it. Yes. I watched it the day of the Oscars. Watched yes. it that, that morning. And uh, I kind of cried a little bit. Yeah. Because it definitely would have been on my top ten if I didn't sleep on it. Yeah. Should have come to the theater with me, buddy. Should have. It was chode move. Chode move. Yeah. Uh, Kristen Stewart was amazing. Uh, everyone was really amazing. I was just very enthralled in the story. It was a hell of a movie. Yeah. Um, how the hell do you make a movie about the royal family and it not be boring? Did and you it, not see the Queen? The Queen was riveting. I don't really remember. I that actually one. haven't seen it. Oh, that's okay. That that's was Helen okay. Mirren, right? Helen Mirren. Yeah, Dame yes. Helen Mirren, yeah. Dame, Dame Helen Mirren, right? Yep. Right, right. Yep. Well done. It's very but well yeah, done. Spencer was pretty much like a horror movie at first. It's 
it's something the music the 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 score was absolutely incredible i would uh, definitely recommend it to anyone who hasn't uh, seen it yeah hardcore um so here's how i broke this down i'm gonna talk about my best and then i'm also just gonna rhyme off like a bunch of others because like i watched a lot of very good movies over the last month i think since we last did this so um i'm saying as my best and my actual best that i'm gonna talk about is nashville uh which altman well done altman yes part of my criterion challenge that was my week for it and uh i don't know what to say about that movie really it's there's so much going on and all you do is you kind of float through every scene like a fly on the wall you're hearing conversations that are happening in the room that aren't you're not necessarily directly involved in you're not the camera's not pointing at the people talking, but you're hearing it and you're just kind of like, it makes you feel very grounded in the world at that time. Great music, great direction, a weird movie that I, in terms of weird in the sense of like, it's not something I've ever seen before where I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm there and I'm just kind of experiencing it. It feels almost like it's like a, documentary kind of but it's not because it's it's not a documentary but uh also one of the best jeff goldblum performances i've ever seen in my life where all he is doing is riding a motorcycle around town and that is his entire character and it's amazing and he just shows up and he's like a connecting thread to get you from shot to shot and that's how this movie's designed is like someone will get you to the next shot and that's the reason why you're in the next shot but it's not necessarily like they're a part of anything that you need to know about yet like it it just it floats and is a very very cool and interesting movie highly recommend sounds very altman-esque very which week was this for criterion 13 for me so what's that what was the category uh a movie from a director you haven't seen before Altman. Yeah. Nice. 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 You need to start watching more Altman, son. Yeah, buddy. I do. I also need to start watching more Altman, but I have seen. Oh, no. Sorry. 13 was uh, uh, a musical, a music movie. Oh. So that's why it was Nashville. Sorry. 14, which is what I need to watch this week, is from a director I haven't seen before, and that's Moonstruck. Norman Jewison. Norman Jewison. And I have not seen any Norman Jewison movies, so that's next on my list. We got, we got Rollerball coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. So I got to get through uh, Moonstruck first or else I'm going to have to change my whole list. It's true. Uh, um, it's true. Just some other quick hits while I can because I watched a lot of very good movies. Uh, a Brighter Summer Day. Fantastic. Tony Hawk Until the Wheels Fall Off. Great. So good. Good Time. Great. After Yang. Great. Was Good Time a good time? Oh, I had a great time. <laughs> it, it it exceeded my expectations of just a good time. Fantastic. Uh, after Yang, great. In Bruges, I rewatched again. Always fantastic. True Romance, I watched again. Chef's Kiss. Also always fantastic. It's Chef's been a great kiss. few weeks for best. So that's for Holy me. Holy shit. Yeah. yeah. God it's damn. been good. It's been good, good for you. Good for you. It's your for best. You. Um, so there's been a couple that are really, really amazing. I rewatched Cha-Cha Real Smooth, mm. which... Um, Tony finally got to see. So that that's coming out in June. So you'll need to watch that film. It's a great film. Um, on the great list. Film. On the list. Yeah. Tur- Turning Red, the new Pixar, yeah. was incredible. Um, fuck the haters. My son loves the big red bear. Yep. So. And fuck the haters. <laughs> fuck the haters. Fuck, on fuck the haters. If you can't. No. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you're not a human. No. You can't. If you can't identify with it, maybe you're not a human. Yep. Um, but the one I want to talk about 
is X by X. Ty West. X gonna give it to you. Which, X definitely gave it to you. Which yeah. I enjoyed immensely. Yeah. I had heard it was uh, Texas Chainsaw with porn, and it could not be more off the mark because that is not that's really belittling what kind of an experience of the film it yeah. is it's very typical a24 horror so it's yep. very artsy very. and you know Chekhov's alligator yeah yep. and but and a literal Chekhov's gun and, and a literal Chekhov's, Chekhov's gun, yeah, Chekhov's exactly. gun. Yeah. and i loved that the teenagers that snuck into my screening didn't realize that it takes a while before it turns into a full-blown horror movie yeah. but the thing i wanted to talk about most was how sex positive it was because oh, yeah. the film the film is about a group of individuals who want to film a porno sure and you would think that there would be a number of people that you know somebody's being forced to do it somebody doesn't want to do it somebody's really in- no they're all very much into it they all there's there's no issues of consent it's just a lovely thing where they all just they all just want to get fucked by kid cuddy i get it i get Uh, it (laughs) i get it i think the only thing i know the internet was upset that jenna ortega did not take off her clothes for the film other than her sunday underpants but i love those sunday underpants (laughs) but i do feel that it's there's a bit of a disservice in it not that I, I don't want to sound like I'm one of the internet haters, but I feel that the whole movie is about sex positivity and about coming out of your shell and mm-hmm. kind of, you know, exploring your sexuality. So why do we get to see everyone else enjoy themselves sexually and get immense satisfaction from Mr. Kid Cudi? <laughs> sure. but, but we don't get to see her enjoy herself at all we have to cut to fucking stupid boyfriend who oh i don't want her to enjoy herself oh and we gotta do a psycho homage you know like i thought that i don't know why we took the focus off the girl the women right in that sense versus seeing the male focus which i thought was kind of a disservice to the film because there's a whole centerpiece scene where they're just talking about sex positivity yeah. and they're talking about being yourself and not being closed off. Right. And that happens literally before that scene. Yeah. So I don't know why, like, like it doesn't yeah. have to be like a very it's, like gratuitous sex scene like the yeah. other scenes were, but I feel like they did a disservice by not focusing on her still and her enjoyment versus buddy who takes a shower and it's and you assume he's going to get stabbed because it's he's literally had just talked about psycho yeah yeah and he needed to have a little cry about it in the shower but like and like i never had a cry in the shower yeah i have i I see where dave's coming from where it, it was just an interesting pivot where everything else was so sex positive including Old people like to fuck too, man. I get it, man. Doesn't yeah. matter how Someti- saggy titty they are. Sometimes they want to get it on. Sometimes you just need a little nookie, and I get yeah. it. I get it. So the kid, right. the kids left during that part. Of course they did. <laughs> of course, that's where people that's, need love that's, too. Come that's, on now. That's where they. That's that's that was the limit for them. That that was the limit. There's a whole grainy sex they, category, but no. All right. That whatever. was the limit. That was the limit. That was the limit. All right. So, but it's a great film, and I'm looking forward to watching it again. And I'm happy it's doing, it's doing decently for a A24 indie horror movie. Yeah, definitely. And it's my favorite Ty West. 
Fair. Fair. Meh. Meh. Well, I'm going to go with an 80s classic, depending on who you are, Shakedown. And it's actually also called Blue Jean Cop. Where was it called Blue Jean Cop? Sorry, say that one more time. Where was it called Blue Jean Cop? Uh, I think Asia. Asia. Okay. Asia. Yeah. Asia. They can't, they can't call it Shakedown there. Yeah, I have no idea. I probably we were watching... another movie that was directly translated to Shakedown. Yeah, exactly. Like me and Dave watched it this week, and we went through like the posters and stuff, and like some posters had uh, Shakedown, and other posters have uh, Blue Jean Cop. It for what it is, it's RoboCop and the Mar- Marlboro Man um, sure. team up, and it's like uh, their take on like crooked cops and stuff like that. Yeah. And like RoboCop's a lawyer, and like fucking Sam Elliott is this like beat or this like undercover vice wait, wait, cop. Wait, RoboCop, you mean Peter Weller? You, Peter you Weller. Can't say Peter Weller. Yeah. You gotta keep I saying, gotta saying RoboCop. Robo- 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 I'm so sorry. <laughs> like Peter Weller. Peter Weller. Peter Weller in non RoboCop attire, obviously. Right. Um, yeah, it was just sort of meh. Uh, the gun battles were good. It, the tone was all over the place. Uh, I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't know what it wanted to be. Whether it wanted to be like a buddy cop movie, like a Forty Eight Hours kind of thing, right. or like a cro- courtroom drama. It was. Uh, it was fucked. And um, the stunts, yeah. though. The stunts, though. The stunts were incredible. There's this one scene with a. They're on a motorcycle, and it's a motorcycle chase, and like it's like one of those things where uh, Sam Elliott is is riding the bike the bike and then like there's like a side a side, side seat car. right sidecar side and car. peter yep. weller was in that cool and he's just going down with like this fucking mega fucking magnum just shooting people it's it's amazing. fucking crazy amazing and because it's from the 80s they didn't want or they didn't mean for it to be translated to hd so you can right. tell when the stunt doubles have been employed oh, oh <laughs> yeah have. for oh, sure for they, sure they were anticipating uh crts all yeah they the were way. not yeah. anticipating yeah. hd yeah. ridiculous <laughs> like you could tell it was just a guy in a mustache pretending to be sam I, you know what i don't even know if it was a guy i think it was a woman oh fuck <laughs> amazing yeah that's amazing it was uh it, it was a sight to see it was just kind of meh kind oh, of meh that's unfortunate oh well you know still enjoyable <laughs> I Middle still recommend of the road. it. It's Middle fine. of the road. Middle yeah, exactly. I had fun it's with fine. it. As long as you had total, fun. That's total blast. That, I had fun with it. That works as a great segue into my meh. Fantastic. Ambulance. <laughs> Our boy Michael Bay. Our boy Michael, Michael Bay. I'm giving it a meh only because it, it's not great. That's fine. It's not bad. That's fine. You didn't call it's, it your worst, so Michael Bay. It is. Michael Bay will not sick the hounds on you. It is upper tier Michael Bay. By all, by every definition, it is upper tier. It is like The Rock, then Ambulance, I guess. I Better than Pain and Gain? Better than Close to Bad Boys 2? Ah, okay, fine. The Rock, Bad Boys 2. All right, there we go. And then uh, alternating switch between Pain and Gain and Ambulance. All right. Um, High praise from a non-Michael Bay fan. I really don't. And you know what? No, no Love for again. Oh, yeah, he did Armageddon. Or bad bo- are the original Bad Boys? What about Boys? Bad Boys 1? Oh, my God. The Island. Come on, Transformers. James. Transformers. 1, 2, two three, 4, 5. five. <laughs> Those are the bottom-tier bottom Michael Bay. What, what was the other one that he did? Was it the Benghazi movie? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 13 Hours. 13 Hours. Hours. That was a great yeah. film. Uh, and he did uh, it's okay. Six Underground as well, right? He also yeah. did, he also Six, did Underground. Six Underground. Yeah. Uh, no, I really liked. <laughs> I really liked Ambulance. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. It was very Michael Bay. He is a genre unto himself, absolutely, and he can remain that way. And he should be he considered in every conversation as an auteur. He is. He is. Yeah. There is no question 
you can watch any like if you lived in a cave never heard of michael bay i could put it on you and go yeah that's a michael bay film like you know that you know that it is it has every feature you want it two characters talking to each other trying to convince themselves to do something while the camera spins it furiously <laughs> yes! around the room i furiously. love it I love it was headache inducing oh how was the drone shots uh exhilarating yeah. if you have the chance to see this movie on a big screen i recommend it because the shots while random and sometimes don't always you don't always understand why they're there and it definitely feels like michael Bage was just like us oh, throwing a drone shot um because the cuts are hard and they are like jarring yeah. that you transition to a drone shot um but some of the shit that he did was just like there's this one bit and i'm not really spoiling anything i'm spoiling a shot it's right after this bank robbery, which again is not a spoiler, because if you've seen any trailer for this, you know that there's a bank robbery. Um, and they're coming out of the bank, and it transitions to a drone shot. And the drone is at the top of this old bank building, and it's flying towards it, and it pivots, and it does a 270-degree rotation and drops straight down the building. <laughs> and what I was just like... Fuck? glued to the back of my seat it was like a fucking roller coaster man it was nuts to see there's this other bit too where shit happens they're in a construction yard don't ask why um and there's some rubble and this cop car hits it and he flies this drone underneath the cop car as it sails over top and it is nuts it is fucking psychotic but it's so cool to look at. It sounds it's, like a Michael uh, Bay film. Yeah, it sounds like it's it. wild. He f- he discovered drones and just went to eleven with the drones. Yeah. Like, um, I had a great time. It's a bit too long. You feel it at points. There's stuff that needs to be or should have been probably trimmed out. But honestly, well, he's a man of excess. A man of extreme excess. Everything is bright and colorful and explosiony and loud. And are there American flags? There's American flags. There's cops. There's a veteran. Do they talk about being patriots? Naturally. All is of it, it is set there. in Miami? No, it's in L.A. Oh, okay. Hence the L.A. in ambulance being capitalized. All right, relax, relax. L.A., homie. You mess that up? All right, all right. And honestly, for like one of the cheapest movies he's probably ever done at like $40 million, Yeah. Good for him. That, Good man, for came, him. that man delivered on a shoestring budget. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of what he put in. And like if this is, if this is an indication of what he can do next with drones and all this other yeah. shit that he's put in yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe with a 60 million dollar budget and someone who reigns him in ever so slightly you can't do you rein him think in. michael you bay can be reined in <laughs> on the story on the story do not on the action do you think he cares about the story he did a bit because it's there there is a good story in yeah. there do you think you can rein in michael bay? <sighs> buddy probably not that man he is, wants to blow shit up he's set. gonna blow the shit up yeah oh he can blow up all he he's wants he's been blowing shit up for you just for needed to tone down years, like yeah. the like, B plot of this movie that just needed to go. It just was not helpful. Anyway, recommend still, even at a meh, it's not great, it's not bad, it's good, and it's a fun time. I had a fun time with it. Fantastic. So you don't have to shit on me if, about Michael Bay films now. Okay. Oh, okay. we still will. We oh, will. That's fine. Dave, we what's your will. meh? We still will. Uh, it was a little film I saw called Sex Appeal, which is mm. about a young lady who... Uh, you finally watched that? I did. Oh, my It's God. about a young lady who develops an app for a... Pri- for a sci- It's like a science fair, but it's for yeah. apps. And uh, it's a sex appeal app. Right. Or they call it sex appeal. It's about 
since she's never experienced sex, she's kind of like exploring her sexuality and kind of looking for how to, this is, this seems like a theme for me today. (laughs) Dave's in a sex positive mood. And how she can, how people can get pleasure and that's how the app works. And then, you know, the relationships and there's just, there's drama, there's lesbian mothers. It's your typical millennial. It's a lot. It's a lot. And I liked the sex positivity and I thought it was amusing and charming, but I thought it could have done more and it could have done, there was parts that could have been a little more original. If you've seen, there's another film with uh, Aubrey Plaza, Tony's girl, um, called The To-Do List. Mm. And it's Mm -hmm. very much along those lines. And Lena Dunham made a movie like that earlier this year at Sundance. Right. It just seems like it's, it's been done. Sure. And I don't know if it's been done better or worse, mm. but it has been done. It has been done and it was enjoyable. And, you know, I'd still recommend it as like a rainy day movie where you, you're with the wife and you need to figure something out to watch that you'll both enjoy sure. as opposed to something you're going to just enjoy or something she's just going to enjoy. Sure. It's that kind of movie. A couple movie. It's a couple I like it. movie. I like it's it. It's a couple movie. Like it gets, it. It, it'll get you through the day. I like it. Yeah. Tony. What's your worst? My worst is a little film called Wild Card. Now, you guys are both looking at me being like, what Sell me on the it. fuck is Wild Card? So me and my wife, we're on a Jason Statham kick, obviously, because mm-hmm. uh, he does. Yes, he's, he's a pretty handsome man, and he yeah. does know how to kick ass. You're into the white cue ball I'm in. Yeah, of course, of course. In the British, he's, he's, he's yeah. nice. It's weird when he has hair. It is weird. Right? It is really weird. weird. Yeah. Really, really weird. But this, this random fucking movie, uh, I can't even explain it to you because i don't even know uh what the plot was he's mm. he's a guy in vegas uh trying to get money to get out um as, as you do as you yeah. do right yeah. he's like he does like odd jobs uh sure. for money gets like gets into gambling and it's fucked it was just so bad so so bad and it gets to a good part where uh what's his fucking name his arch rival in this movie is milo or uh, milo from um this is this is us you know what i'm talking Milo about Ventimil- yes. Ventimiglia. yeah that is the villain in this and uh i can't see him as a villain right and he has like a thick like boston or new york accent and it's fucking just it's weird and uh it comes to a head uh statham has humiliated him he comes at him in a, in a diner and everything and statham takes a spoon and a butter knife and fights these guys with it. And he ends up putting All the right. spoon right through Milo's chin. <laughs> like, right up there. And, uh, yeah, that happens ten minutes to the end. Oh. So oh, I see. Yeah. I see. Uh, right? If you said that happened ten minutes into the movie, I'd be like, fucking buckle up. What did you hate about this movie? No. Now I get now it. You now get I get it. it. Literally, there, nothing happens until it's an hour. It's an hour and a half. And that scene happens at an hour and 20. What does wow. he do with the butter knife? Um, I think he puts it in his ear or something. Fair. Or nice. put he That's like kind of like does like an uppercut and puts it both up. I, I don't know. But he does some pretty fucked up things with that spoon. I get it. And like nice. if anyone I could trust. do it, it's fucking Jason Statham. I trust right? Jason Statham. Yep. Yep. Yeah. But it was just a disappointment. It was a disappointment. It's, uh, it's probably his worst one that we've watched so far. That's, yeah. that's unfortunate. And that includes Sorry. the tr- Transporter trilogy. Don't get me started on those. Oh, those are not the worst. The first one. The first one. I don't yeah. think I've seen yeah. any of them. 
the second one might might hit yeah the second one might hit a little too close to home with the you know covid and the pandemic and Mm. that kind of thing first one's fine first one's good first one's good i'll take your word for it yeah um what about you james what's your worst what do you got for us james let's do it moonfall the movie Ooh, I saw this one too. The moon that wasn't even good enough to come out in Canada. <laughs> you know, credit where the credits due for Roland Emmerich for just like taking a huge swing on a absolutely bonkers premise. And I said to to you two because I saw it before you two did, and I said I could have given. 30 guesses, and there is no way you would have been able to tell me why that moon actually fell. Because there is nobody that could predict the absolute insanity that is that plot. Yeah. It is bananas. Yeah. So, kudos to Roland Emmerich for taking a huge swing like that, and also self-financing that movie, and like going out and getting the cash for that movie to exist. I feel like that's the bigger swing than yeah. him making the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, it seemed he par had for the idea. course for Roland Emmerich. And he went and got the money for it. Good he was for like, him getting how that am money. I going to destroy the Earth at this time? Yeah. Yeah. The moon had to fall. You know, and it delivers on its title. It it's does. True. The moon does the fall. The moon yeah, does fall. The moon does fall. So if you if you had fall. any reservations, you thought it was going to be like a bait and switch or some other shit. No, no, no. no. no, no. The, the moon, moon falls. falls. The moon falls. The reason why it falls is insane. Yeah. Insane. And yeah. the, oh my! The, the dialogue and, is and just the fucking up, and there, awful. They, like Donald Sutherland showing up for what? Like for for a scene in a, a wheelchair yeah, a bit, and he's yeah. like, "All right, I'm gonna leave now." Okay, See thanks, later. Don. Thanks, I got Donnie. my one bullet. I'm gonna go off myself <laughs> for hiding the secret of the moon <laughs> for forty. For like how many sixty? How many years. times do we need to see a moon secret? Like they did the trans or Michael yeah, Bay's yeah, Transformers. Yeah. Transformers yeah. Yeah. Like, how many, yeah, like it's the moon for Christ's sake. Come on, hey, man. Hey, there's a whole subset of people out there that believe the moon is hollow. Oh, That's God. hollow that, moon That movie theory. was just so bad. Like the dial, like <laughs> what you said about the dialogue. I just, yeah. how is this real life? No, no real person talks like that. No. And don't get me started on Patrick Wilson because, like, he was uh, fucking <laughs> awful, <laughs> fucking awful, they man. Did, like, they did, they did Halle Berry dirty too. She's yeah. an Oscar yeah. winner. Show some respect. Yeah. yeah. Also, the moon is gonna help us, right? <laughs> also, that car chase that looked like a oh PS2 game. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> oh what like, was that? Oh my fuck! Roland spent Whoa. all of that money on getting that moon to fall into Earth, and he had nothing left what over for a car that? chase. That and was... there's so many fucking characters. I oh. get it. He did that in Independence Day, but you yeah. you care about all of those characters. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about anybody in this no, movie. No, seriously. And, pl- and plus, Independence Day takes place over three days three days they make it very clear this is july 2nd this is july 3rd this This is is july July 4th 4th. how many fucking days happen in this i don't know how long (laughs) months what that moon how like like it takes nasa how long to put the fucking the spaceships in space yeah Yeah, they they did it in like what a day with the the moon oh yeah because the gravity (laughs) changed they lost lost engines and it's coming coming back now Oh my so god! What the fuck? And that one guy who's just standing, looking at the water as it rushes yeah. in. <laughs> that is the perfect example of they write themselves into a corner, and it's like, how the hell do we get out of here? Yeah. With one line of dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Like, I know yeah. that the pandemic has taught us 
that all those li- all those movies where we're just laughing at people for being jackasses and idiots who don't believe. Yeah. Like we look at them a little differently now yeah. because you yeah. know yeah. they all we you know they all exist. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like you're watching this and Tony's saying, "Oh, people don't talk like that." Well, some people do. <laughs> <laughs> some people do. It was also also that that goofy bit with like the the gas mat the masks <laughs> oh my god there's just so much like there's just so I feel like much. I could write yeah. an entire thesis on there's like so why much. this movie is terrible there's so much but at, but people were up in arms that it didn't come out in Canada in theaters and I think they did us a favor they did us yeah. a solid I yeah. think they did they us did a it. solid this was this was a solid watch at home streaming service what exactly the hell? this did not need a theater oh, at all. Oh yuck and i don't want to spoil it but the end like the very end like before the credits start what the hell was that are you are you a part of the moon now oh my god (laughs) what the fuck was that it's just coming back to me right now oh my god and still even even saying that one line electric gives you nothing (laughs) nothing for what this like i if honestly, if Garbage. you, you want to spend a couple hours watching something that is... Yeah, a couple hours is fucking long. Absolutely bananas from start to finish, but you just need to turn your brain off for a while. You had a hard day at work. You're looking to just, like, unplug, throw it on, and just be prepared for just whatever nonsense comes your way. Like, but it was so long. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I I was like, oh, okay, it's wrap it's wrapping itself no. up. And there was still like another hour. Yeah. Still gotta deal with all the people on Earth. We gotta oh deal with the guy God. in the bunker going, I believe in my wife. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> what the I was hell? cackling through it. It was incredible. Wasn't even his wife, his ex wife. Yeah, sorry, I believe my ex wife. Whatever. Yeah. Who believes in their ex wife? I, I don't really this, this, fucking this Patrick guy. Wilson. This fucking man. Guy. That wasn't even Patrick that was, Wilson. That was uh, that was the the army guy that was in the bunker. That was gonna he was gonna launch the nukes, and he decided. We're having too much anyway. fun talking about this piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> here's a, here's another Dave. piece of crap for you that I've never seen before, but we put it on to entertain my son, and it was actually worse than I thought it would be. The Cat in the Hat. Good lord, with Mike Myers. Yeah, that's that was it. She bad. She oh, real she bad. bad. Like I feel like since the film came out. The estate of Dr. Seuss says they can made it in the contracts for the rights to their to the books yeah. that you can no longer make live action films based on Dr. Seuss works. Yeah. And this is the movie that did it. Yeah. Because it is dog shit. Yeah. It is so bad. Like this movie, it looks incredible. Mm. The production design in art direction is out of this world like yeah. you guys have seen the grinch yes like yeah. with jim carrey yeah and lusty uh what's what's her name cindy lou who yeah no no that's oh, cindy no. lou who <laughs> cindy lou who's not lusty oh, in that movie jesus oh Whoops. my god what is it's, her name? uh fucking ski her last name is oh baranski um, baranski christine but... baranski there, there you go, go. And how she wants to fuck the Grinch. Oh, yes. Totally. yes. Okay, so that's who we're talking about. There's, there's definitely... We're talking about Cindy Lou, who you're sick fuck. <laughs> Anyways. Like, you've right. seen what that movie looked yeah. like, right? And how incredible, incredible. that movie. Like, yeah. it looks so good. In this film, it's it's outstanding what they do and how they bring the world of Dr. Seuss to life. Right. And how it looks. And the cat in the hat looks great. 
And then Mike Myers opens his mouth, and you're like, oh. 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 And it's just, it just gets worse and worse oh, no. and worse. And there's a part where Paris Hilton's dancing. And oh, no. And, oh, God. <laughs> and like Alec Baldwin's in it. And, oh, oh, no. Dakota oh. Fanning. What just, the fuck <laughs> is this movie? Oh, and what's his name from uh, Will and Grace has a dual role? Uh, Sean. Hey, isn't it H. Hatter? Hater? It's not Sean Hater. Um, Hayes? Not Hayes. James, what is what is the gentleman's name from Will and Grace? I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm looking. This is this is very important information. Very important very information, important. guys. I think you actually might write. I think it's Sean Hayes. I it might be Sean right. Hayes, I think. I know it starts with an H. Um Sean Hayes. Sean, Sean Hayes. Hayes. Well, done. well done. Well done. Thank you. Should have put bat should have put money on that one. Should have. And he has a dual role and he's like a real estate mogul who is a germaphobe. So there's a lot of sanitizer in the movie. I was like, well, that seems oddly prophetic. And then he's also the voice of the fish. Oh. Which doesn't oh, have no. a voice until halfway through the movie. Because he suddenly goes from fish to CGI fish. Oh. Because of whatever the cat in the hat does? Yeah. Oh. And it's just... No. It's just no bueno. Like, Sounds it looks fucking great. weird. It looks to be great. Honest with like you, you know. need to just put it on mute and just like right. Like there, I saw a thing on YouTube and it was like sped up to two hundred percent. Yeah. And it slows down just to say, just for the cat in the hat to say, "Oh yeah." <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah," except he does it like Mike Myers, so it sounds worse than that. Sure. And um, the clip's like six minutes long, and it's at two hundred percent. Good lord. <laughs> For, like, it just stops dead so he can say that. Yeah. And, and the clip is like going. six minutes long. Oh my God. <laughs> Wonderful. It is a travesty. And I feel like Dr. Seuss, Theodore Giselle. I feel like, he, is that his name? Theodore Giselle? Well, you know what? You don't need to look it up. <laughs> he rolled over in his grave. I feel like he rolled over in his grave yeah. when I watched it. I can't oh, imagine no. what he did in 2003 when it came out. Student somersault, tell me. Yeah, somersault. Jesus, <laughs> like he dug himself halfway to China. Jesus, like, <laughs> you know wow. what? Not even halfway. The whole way to China. Wow. <laughs> like, so, so bad. And speaking of so, so, so bad. Ooh, what? We got a bonus one. We have a bonus one just because the three of us all watched it within the last week. Judd Apatow's The Bubble. Oh, my God. <laughs> Holy shit, boys. Wow. This deserves its own yeah. its own little speech because what I don't God's good name was... I chortled three times. I counted three. It, it, it got was, me one. <laughs> I was so bored. Yeah. What the hell? So incredibly bored. But there's something... So Tony just, Tony just watched it and he put it up on Letterboxd and I saw his, uh, his star rating... <laughs> the fuck's wrong with you? Here's my hypothesis before I throw it over to Tony. I want to know if my hypothesis is right. You and I watched it as people who watch movies. We fucking hated it. It was fucking awful. There was nothing funny about any bit of it. There's two TikTok dances in there for some fucked up fucking reason. Celebrities have a hard time too. Fuck that. Tony watches it from a perspective of being in the film industry and he gets a two star and i think 
and I might be wrong, but I think it's because he's in the film industry. We'll get back to that, but am I right? Like, did you like it more because, like, it resonated with, like, your own kind of experiences going through the pandemic of, like, shit shutting down, ridiculous COVID practices, blah, 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 blah? Honestly, guys, being in the, working in the film industry and watching that movie through a film industry's lens, that, that's why I loved it. Because I was just like, things things shutting down, that's that's just a Tuesday in my world. Let's not use the word love when it comes to Yeah, let's, let's not throw what did love. I what did love. You loved it. You said you loved it. Let's not throw oh, love sorry, around. Sorry, really sorry, really sorry. Here. Okay, no. Oh, so I did. you're loving it and you give no. me two stars, jeez. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Okay. I found humor in it. Don't get right. me wrong. It was still fucking horrendous and awful. But I, but I enjoyed it for that reason. Which begs the question then. If you're going to make a movie like this, push it wide and market it and all of this and you know you do your fucking fake out marketing and all of this fucking nonsense you drop it on april fool's day and everything else who is your audience then if your audience is niche to be tony and his ilk of film industry workers why does this movie exist like, why are you pushing this wide on Netflix? This is something that you would just drop or, like, share amongst your friends. This isn't fucking someone, something for the general public. Nobody else can connect with this. It's true. It's it was true. just fucking, you're just watching, like, fucking rich, whiny babies have to, like, make a movie. Okay, great. It was tough. Guess what? It was tough for fucking everybody. None of this is funny. Like, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. Don't. It's one of those movies that I feel is the encapsulation of why the pandemic's not funny. Yeah. There's nothing funny. You can't mine the pandemic for material anymore because it was hard for all of us. We all went through it. Yeah. We don't need to relive it. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. And yeah. I think and I think it's coming out way too late, honestly. Way too late. Way too late. Like if it came out in twenty in uh the early stages of twenty twenty one or even in any any stage of twenty twenty one, if it came out there, yeah, it kinda would have hit a little bit better. Now that we're kind of on like the uh the tail end of the pandemic, whatever your opinion wherever your opinion lies. Sure. Um We're on we're, we're on, in a different spot we're now different than spot. we were, we're a year ago, two year ago. Fil- we're on pandemic film three yes yeah. exactly we're on, the, we're on the we're at the trilogy capper and we're hoping that they don't make yeah. it into a saga exactly yeah. <laughs> but it's just it's coming way too late like the tiktok you guys are saying the tiktok dances i thought they were funny um but i don't know why they're there yeah. i also don't understand i don't understand the tone of the movie is nope. it is it a mockumentary is it a fucking it's supposed narrative to be, it's supposed to be a satirical piece um parroting the production of the new Jurassic World movie I read. So okay. everyone's kind of an amalgamation of different people. Okay. Right. Okay. Sundance Boy is yeah. like Colin Trevorrow. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Now that you say that, everything starts to be like, it starts to make sense. But you have to know that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's not so expressly. Really Apatow that. just made a movie <laughs> yeah. to share to his buddies yeah. and people of the film industry. Know, if you don't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. I had no idea. I did, did no I. No fucking idea. It still doesn't make it better. No, no it, it makes doesn't. it worse. Yeah. Like, I don't understand my boy any of D. It. Cove is terrible in this movie. Yep. Terrible. The only the only things that I can say is, God bless Pedro Pascal and Karen Gillan for just giving get, it. Yeah, like yeah, actually committing sure. to everything. Com- yeah, even though that movie is fucking dog shit. It's so they bad. Gave it their all. Yeah. So yeah. unbelievably bad. So bad. 
Leslie Leslie Mann gets her hand shut off for some fucking reason, <laughs> and it's just so like, fucking oh! stupid. like, what is happening? Yeah. Just bad. Other dude fucking runs off. It's yeah, just like, bad. the CGI is quite good. Yeah, right, let's give it credit where credits yeah. due. The CGI looks good. Yeah, sure. That's all. We, that's that's all I got. That's all. I got. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Well, Fred just... Armisen. Fred Armisen was enjoyable. See, this is why you thought Whippet had Oscar buzz. Yeah. You know what, man? I read a fucking article. I took it out of context, and I've been fucking paying for it for the past ten years. Move the fuck on, Dave. No. <laughs> then you know what? Here, here I'll just then do. You know what? I'll, I'll do the Rorschach. All right, and I'll whisper. No. Okay. If you're not gonna stop. I am forever going to be referred to as vengeance. No, I don't think that's an equal trade. <sighs> Either way, real, real bad. Real bad. Waste of Pedro Pascal, who's incredible in unbearable weight of massive talent, which I can't wait to talk to you both about. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to just, waste it on you. Just swan dive into a wall right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Anyways, the bubble. Don't watch it. Fuck we watched no. it for you, for God's sake. Get, just, no. just it comes up on your trending, whatever the fuck. Say no. Don't delete it. Do it. Guys. Say no. Don't Put your thumb down. Watch list. Put don't, your thumb down. Don't do watch it. Bridgerton. Also, he I don't needs know. a yes. goddamn editor. Holy shit! That yeah. man cannot close. He is the worst closer in Hollywood. I was. Like I can't close, yeah. and I can close better than Judd Apatow can. No, seriously, can. it is a severely low bar to just. Holy that movie could have been over. ninety fucking minutes in and out. Let's yeah. go. That movie could have been an email, Tony. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. or it could have been like a series of short sketches. It could yeah. have been. It could have been a BuzzFeed listicle of memes. Yeah. It would have been fine. All of these things, it just. It's not even his longest movie, and it no, feels it's not, like it's, it's so like, short. It's, four hours. So, like it's, it's over two but, hours. Okay, Calm by Judd Apatow standards here, <laughs> yeah. come on. Let's go. <laughs> Fucking Funny People was two and a half hours. Oh, my God. So funny. I saw that in theaters. Dave. Yeah. Oh you poor, poor God. boy. Oh. Let's, uh, let's keep the hate train rolling, at least partially, uh, into our main segment, because this is uh, Dr. Michael Morbius. In Morbius. Morbius. Did he just say fucking vengeance again, or did he say Venom? I was going to say it's actually a misunderstood classic in the making. A misunderstood classic? Did we watch the same movie? I'm just I'm kidding. It okay. was dog shit. Okay. In the fridge. <laughs> and I'm just going to keep slamming it. Literally, my first my first note mm. after, after seeing that movie is why. You made notes? After. What the fuck did you need notes for? I made a pros and cons list. You have a pros, pros and cons, cons list. list. I, have, I have points. Holy uh, shit. I got shit I want to talk about. <laughs> I literally, like... You got nothing? Nothing. <laughs> Dave's got nothing. Dave, Morbius left Dave speechless. That is a resounding recommend from Dave. Like Everybody what? go see this movie the right now. hell was that? <laughs> what in God's you had two years more than two years to fucking fix that movie we talked about fixing movies the one right. time yeah we he had more than two years more to fix it and they made it worse years. oh my god how do you, you know, make a movie worse you know it was it was nice to actually be sitting in the theater watching morbius because 
I didn't think that movie was ever coming out. That's fair. That's it was fair. pushed, what, seven times? About seven or eight times, yeah. Now we know why. Lord. Now we know why. Do we know why? Do, why? <laughs> I would have just gotten it out and just fucking dropped moved on. It, dropped it on a streaming service. Fucking what? why waste everybody's what? time? It's that? very true. It's very true. I, I, I don't know why this wasn't on uh, Disney Plus or fucking... Well, it's a Sony well, film. Well, it's a Sony so film, but it's still but on Netflix. Yes, it But they're not going to drop a Mar- Marvel movie on Netflix. It's not a proper. It's not MCU. Okay. Mar- it okay. might be masquerading as MCU okay, Marvel, okay. but it's it is trying. not it's MCU trying. Marvel. That, all right. It, it reminded me of like early two thousands comic book movies. It reminded That's me of fair. your like your Daredevil or Fantastic I, I Four. I didn't hate Daredevil. I don't hate it. I, I just meant Daredevil. in terms of the style of story that it was. That's it, fair. It doesn't That's feel fair. like we've gone through a lot of transition with what comic book movies are now, and not to say that. I need to expect a certain product when I go see a comic book movie because that's ridiculous. I don't. But to go in and watch it and go, I feel like I've seen this movie 20 years ago. Like It really it felt like that. And it wasn't an homage to comic book movies 20 years ago. It just was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Would you like me to ring the spoiler bell? Ring that yeah, fucking bell, let's bro. Let's just do it. I, I mean, yeah, go. Wee-oo. Yeah, don't. This is another one that we took the bullet for you. Yeah, we or we really, the vampire like, teeth for you. I, I put like I was. It was just so boring. I didn't care at no, all. I did not care. You know what? I wasn't bored. I just. I was bored to. Fu- I I walked in. I watched the first twenty minutes or whatever of it, and I went, "Okay, I know exactly how this movie is exactly going to play out." right down the line i could tell you every single point Mm -hmm. none of it was a surprise nothing was new i was bored to shit nothing was new no nothing new and just also he calls matt smith's character milo even though his name is what francois lucien 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 Lucien. and then everyone calls him milo later like he's just milo now my name's lucien come did, did his fucking name change? Did he get a name change? Like, what through? the hell? And, and like, there's no mention of money. Like, obviously, they're all like bougie kids with weird. Oh, yeah. Private we, private British hospital. Yeah. Rich. Profit, yeah. Private British hospital money. But, like, they don't really allude to how they have all the money. Right. It's just like, they have money. And somehow yeah. Michael Morbius needs a benefactor, even though he. Also, clearly had the money, but yeah, and Lucian is his his benefactor. Like, yeah. So I'm sorry, is Lucian richer than Morbius is? From the so sounds of it, he, he's obviously rich enough that he doesn't care that he changed his name to fucking Milo. Yeah, and he's also he doesn't have a last name. Yeah, he's just no. Milo and or Lucian. There's yeah. no he's like fucking Seal. Yeah. Yep. Like I Madonna Prince Cher. See, I think yeah. Matt Smith's character was a lot more interesting than uh, Morbius's character. One hundred percent, but I think it's only because Matt Smith knew what kind of fucking movie he was. Oh, in. Oh, for sure, he definitely knew. Would Cher's last name have been Bono for a bit, or Bono? Because she was married to Sonny Bono. Are we Sonny still Bono, on this? Right? Would, 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 but she never went by Bono? that. It was always just Cher Bono. Whatever <laughs> <laughs> it was. Yeah, I love that. I Rock love that a lot. It, I feel. We need to find out, like, we don't need to find the an- out the answer now, but I feel like the time we will waste finding out that answer 
is a better use of our time than seeing Morbius ever again. Yeah, ever <laughs> again. Even the first time. Ever even again. The first, I wanted to invent a time machine so we don't have to watch <laughs> Unwatch it. To yeah. unwatch this movie. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. But yes, to your point, Matt Smith was a better character. He was just was so much better. He was just so much better. And he, like, like you said, James, he knew exactly what movie he was in. Jared Leto, like, Why? I just think it's his shtick now where he doesn't act like the movie, like the character who, who should be in the movie that he's <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. He's acting yeah. in a different film. Altogether. Always, always. And I feel like Mads Mikkelsen's comments this week about method acting being bullshit. I think he's talking about Jared Leto. Oh, yeah. for sure. He <laughs> 100%. For I sure. think he's talking Man smack to about Jared <laughs> Oh, I gotta go to the washroom. I'm gonna keep using my. What the fuck are you doing? Like, even the director was like, "Oh, it wasn't too big of an issue, but it did slow everything down." Yeah, because he's fucking using crutches when he's an able-bodied person. You don't need the crutches, buddy. Go take a piss and come back. This movie's got a mo- motor, man. Just so. Now you know why it took two years to get this movie out the door. Good. Lo- what a and what a going back to that. You know. Uh, you know what's yeah. hilarious? They filmed this movie. And it was in the can and it was ready to go before they filmed the new Venom film and before they filmed the new Spider-Man movie. Before right. they even filmed them, this movie this was, was done. done. <laughs> yeah. done. That's embarrassing. That's bad. And like for for the run, uh, what for the actors that you get for this, what a fucking waste of Jared Harris. Why was he there? Yeah. It could have been anybody. Why That's do fair. we need Jared Harris? That's fair. That is. You, you drag yeah. Jared Harris out. Fucking one of the better actors that's out there to play this doctor who's in the movie for what seven minutes <laughs> before he dies like a chump. Spread out seven minutes, obviously. Yeah, and like he worked for the hospital, and then suddenly he's working just for Myla Lucian. Lucian? <laughs> <laughs> and like, Maybe. where does he go? He doesn't. He doesn't live there. He just like comes and goes as he pleases. What's he doing? Where are all those other hospital kids? Did they all die? Is that the implication? Where? What happened to the girl oh my God. that he what put in the happened coma? Happened to the coma girl. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> she, she literally just in the fucking middle, disappeared. In the middle of this movie, this girl who's also suffering from the same type of blood disorder that he is, and that's what he's dedicated his life to. Good for him. Blah 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 blah. Round of applause for Michael Morbius. She takes a turn for the worst. The only way to save her, put her in a coma, and that's the last we hear of her. There is no mention of her ever again. I he's assume sitting she's with still her at one coma. point. At he one is, point, yeah. he is right. sitting. He with was her. Right. sitting with her, and then the yeah. Which, but he's also wanted for murder at that point. Right. And nobody seems to notice that he's nope sitting no, next he, to a minor. He's sitting. He's <laughs> he's he had in his hoodie the hospital. On. He had his cloak of hoodie on. He had. His, he's sitting in the hospital. Maybe he just. Like, just sit in his lab, because he keeps going back there until he realizes, oh, maybe this is a bad decision. So, speaking of this hospital scene where after he's gotten his powers and he's figuring it out and... His powers of being a vampire? I guess. For, like, six hours and then suddenly suddenly he's he's back to it and then he needs blood to survive? I get it, I get it. Um, He's running away from the cops because they, well, I mean, he did murder an entire ship's crew of people but they said they don't um, care because they're all mercenaries they're right. all mercenaries they were just no vaguely on it. his trail at that point until the nurse died and lucian killed the nurse also mm. that hallway yeah horrors yeah, like, yeah yeah i get it that it's a horror scene and it's supposed to be kind of sure. like suspenseful but like practicality 
yeah, who what it works what? in a building like yeah. that where it just <laughs> that like what yeah. like it's like a nine and nine by nine square of light and yeah. then one darkness on either darkness. side yes yeah. pure darkness like there's nothing what was she doing on what? a normal day was she like oh yeah this is fine what hallway in the <laughs> hospital are you in is there not patients down there are you in the morgue where are she you had to run to the other side of the, the to hallway hit the light, to hit the light. Yeah. and she still died Anyway, so he gets framed for this thing, and he absconds to the roof. <laughs> <laughs> he has a little, what I will best describe as a PCP trip, <laughs> and all of a sudden, Tyrese, who has been sleeping through the entire movie. Why the fuck is Tyrese in this movie? Why is he I asleep? I want to know. Why is I he asleep know. through the whole thing? I don't he know, that know he, why he, he's casted. Did he even open his eyes? He was like, I'm supposed to be doing fucking car movies right now. What the fuck is this shit? He's, all of a sudden, Tyrese is directly behind him. He was nowhere near. He, he like took, and he took the stairs. Flew up to the <laughs> roof in like 30 seconds tops. And it was like 20 floors. And Tyrese is suddenly behind. He didn't take the elevator. How the fuck did he get there? He, uh. How long was this PCP trip that he had at the edge of the roof? Like he oh, just fuck. Uh, we don't know that he didn't fly there, James. Maybe he flew too. Is Maybe Tyrese part? has some uh, powers too. We don't know. Yeah, we don't know. We don't he know. is. Uh, yeah. He's Agent Simon Stroud. Does any comic book nerd want to correct us? Maybe there's like an origin story for Simon Stroud. I doubt it. I doubt it. Never um, know. I just. I want to say that some of these are plot holes, but I don't feel there's so much plot holes as much as they are. They just cut that scene. They just cut it. Like, they yeah. probably just... Maybe we don't need this. Nah. Maybe we don't need this. Yeah. Maybe we don't need this. Yeah. Just cut it. You don't need it. Girl in a coma? Oh, fuck it. Don't worry about it. Fuck it. No one's going to care. Right. Like, there's a line in As Good As It Gets about reason and accountability. Right. And I feel like neither of those things are in this film. Yeah. They just it's threw just, him out the window. It's just so bad. Yeah. Can someone explain to me how he flies? No, no, because no. I, I don't. I got nothing. So he's there's. A, he doesn't there's, have wings like a bat. He just kind of he floats on he like air glides. He like glides, he glides or something. Yeah, yeah. He kind of floats on air currents. But what doesn't make any like, sense like to me is like that game you liked for Sony. Uh, Infamous. Uh, pro, no, uh, pro, wasn't it prototype? Prototype. 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 Wasn't that the same game? Same kinda, game. Same similar, game. Kind of. But he idea. just they just kind of float. Yeah. Float. Yeah. Well, in Infamous, he uses like electric current and like guides himself, yeah. kind of thing. At least that one's kind of granted. Yeah. This See, one... these are these are video games, and they have more logic, right? Yeah. Than this the it's first true. time he Emotion figures out picture. that he can fly is in the subway station. He's down there, and he's like, "Oh shit! I think I figured something out with my bat sense um, <laughs> that I can fly." Like, is that a? Su- I've been to New York twice. I've never seen a subway station that looks like that. Pristine. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's nobody homeless there. There's, no. it's like way down it's in the, the cleanest depths. subway station ever like, made. There's, no, yeah. there's nobody there. Yeah. What? He's, he senses these like air currents coming from a subway that's coming into the terminal, and he realizes he could ride in front of the. How? The subway is not a fan. <laughs> it is not pushing air it's currents a train, in front James. of it's it. It's not a subway. It's a train. A train. A train. Sorry, subway the, train. The train is not a fan. It is not pushing <laughs> current in front of it. If he rode the back of it, I'd understand. There's a wake. There is air. There is a wave to ride, so to speak. What the front? What is this? Are his feet on the? Is it pushing? I don't. I don't understand no. how this is happening at all. And. 
don't even get me started about the fucking smoke that he leaves behind him and the color choice of the smoke. What decides the color choice? At the end, he's wearing a jacket with a purple inside, so his smoke is purple. What? Does the smoke know that the inside of his coat is purple? The smoke knows. The smoke knows. What? The smoke knows. Also, also, they're on his trail and he keeps saying it's not him. Oh, yes. And then they're shocked to find out there's another one because, oh, he didn't think to get rid of the camera footage. Right. Lucian, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Dipshit. Amateur fucking... move. Right. And, and in Am- full view it's, of it's the am- camera. Apparently it's with amateur. a light. Apparently it's, amateur it's, hour. A, it's amateur hour. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So what? Yeah. Uh, no. Go Sorry. Ahead. One more. Uh, so Mr. Homie G overhears these guys talking about a lab and follows them with jingling keys. Okay, cool. You can show off your powers, whatever. This is fine. There is a full lab that has enough medical grade equipment <laughs> to make counterfeit money <laughs> in the yeah. middle of a warehouse that's been abandoned for 58 years? What? <laughs> Who are these criminals and why didn't they send like 28,000 more people in there after this? That's expensive ass equipment. This, this is gonna... one guy with teeth. <laughs> As that guy, that guy on YouTube said, barely an inconvenience. Barely an, <laughs> barely inconvenience. an inconvenience. Seriously. But honestly, um, when we saw it, because we all saw it together, um, during the pre-show, I saw it, we saw an interview with the director. And yeah. the director said, point blank in the interview, I wanted to make a movie that my 12-year-old self would appreciate. And after I heard that, I was like, you know what? All right. All right. He's saying that. I get through the movie and I was like, yeah, Definitely. This was a movie made for 12-year-olds. You want to know why? Because they're too fucking stupid to realize everything else going on. Sure. They're going to be blinded by the cool fucking pink smoke or purple smoke, I should say. I mean, you're a a 12-year-old. What do you think? Well, I couldn't see the big fight scene at the end. It was just darkness and it was just cut to shit. But like, you're a 12-year-old. You're like, oh, yeah, shit. Like, it's all fucking cool. It looks so bad. It looked pretty bad. Considering... The special effects in the movie don't look half bad. Like when, they're, yeah, like the transition pe- parts not when bad. they're going from like the fate, like the yep. monster face thing to not monster face thing to just normal Jared just Leto normal, creepy face. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. When they keep doing those transitions because they're all in camera type right. thing, and it's like cool. Yeah, this yeah. like I can see like good job with the money, good job with the makeup. Sure. You guys yep. did good. Yep, yep. And then we get smoke monster fucking uh, i don't they somehow land in a sub I don't, I don't. yeah i don't yeah. understand the transition from the roof to the subway but let's talk about that last fight scene for a second sure. yeah sure. so they're in the subway they transition down to the to the subway they're having their big final battle or whatever and jared leto is about to be decimated by lucian and he realizes milo milo, milo. and he realizes that he can summon bats cool I feel like that's the only reason people are comparing it to Batman. They're like, it's more like Batman than an MCU movie. It's like, uh... Hold that thought. Okay. He can summon bats. He figures out that he can summon bats. I'm sorry. So he can summon bats, but Milo, with the exact same set of powers and the exact same set of things, has no control over (laughs) these bats? Maybe he hasn't figured that out about his power And they can pummel him into the ground? Maybe he, maybe he hadn't figured that out yet. He was no, pretty. He, he, look, he look, did look, seem look, pretty look, new look, with look, his either powers. Either way, if he didn't figure it out or not, the bats knew Tony. 
The bats figured it out. The, the bats, bats recognized that Jared Leto Morbius was one of their own. Yeah. But not Mr. fucking other bat person. <laughs> Maybe it was a pheromone thing. Who knows? Uh, I'm just guys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like, I'm just I'm just trying to help out. The Batman thing. There's that moment towards the beginning, and I'm backing up a bit here, but to get back to this Batman thing that also was just like so blatant. Uh, there's that moment where he steps into his hundreds of vampire bats that he brought back home in his little weird funnel yeah um and he steps in and the light is there and the music crescendos and tell me that is not the exact same fucking score from batman yeah it is. yeah you're right from the nolan batman i yeah. should say yeah, it's right. almost the exact same it's, no shot. i think it actually it's, is oh yeah 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 it's it's the same it's shot definitely the it's same shot almost the it's not the exact same score but it's the exact same notes played in the exact same order just done by a different guy who just fucking lifted something out. Exactly. It, did you think I was going to forget that I was watching fucking Morbius <laughs> for a moment? Because I didn't fucking forget. Oh, man. <sighs> I also want to point out. Sorry. One more time. Yeah. Uh, I was a little aggressive about 12-year-olds being stupid. They're not stupid. They're smart. But they're not going to clue in to um, things that we would clue into. Like the pl- major plot holes and... Uh, you just, it, it's like dangling keys in front of it. Mm. Maybe not 12. Maybe he meant to say, uh, this, I made this for eight, eight year olds. It's true. Eight year olds, dude. Eight, eight year olds, dude. dude. I really feel like even eight year olds would understand how bad this movie is. It's not, it's not fun. No, it's, it's not. It's not, it's nothing. It's, it's a, pro- it's, it's a product. That's what it is. A film. It is. Before. <clears throat> Tony, I want to hear your pros and cons list. You yeah. told me you have a pros <laughs> and cons it. list. Hit me with the pros and cons. I want to hear what, you what the, the pros, the pros are. are. Give me some pros. Okay, so my first pro is the first 20 minutes were promising, and I really dug the horror undertones. Because okay. it was something It was something new, right? You don't really see... Uh, sure. Let me talk, Dave, before you give me the face. You don't see horror in the MCU. And you don't see anything horror-ish related to Marvel. Okay. You're looking at me. Why are you I'm, disagreeing I'm, with me? Keep going. Keep going. No, 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 no he just wanted to live his life differently than he had before. I love that that is, that's our barometer. It's like, they didn't want to destroy humanity. That yeah. is the barometer for refreshing in a, in a comic in a book comic movie. movie. Yeah. That's I'm sorry. ridiculous. I'm, I'm sorry. It's, his no, motivations no, you're not, were simple. No, don't, you're not wrong. You're yeah. not wrong. We're, we're I'm just saying problem, that how fucking problem. ridiculous it is that yeah. that, that, is that is considered refreshing. Yeah. Okay. And uh, I said that it is the closest thing to a horror movie from the MCU. And this is not including uh, Moon Knight because I haven't seen Moon Knight and I haven't seen the new Doctor Strange. But it is stepping towards well, horror. It's not an actual MCU. It's well, MCU it's not adjacent. Adjacent. But like it, it's... I get what you're saying. I, I sincerely doubt Doctor ha- Strange is a horror movie. Yeah. I, I Yes. Where you're coming from, from a side of like the current slate of comic book movies as they're coming out now marvel cinematic universe yeah dc extended universe yes there's no there's no horror in there and i feel like morbius is a step in that they did it pretty shittily obviously but 
there were some horror overtones in there and I, I i dug it the first 20 minutes sure sure and only if we're looking at a very subset of comic book movies from 2008 to 2022 absolutely and nothing from before 2008 because then we run the risk then of actually finding actual horror movies. actual horror actually, yes. Horror movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yes yes the batman was pretty horrific it was it was mm, yeah it was yeah and you already went through your cons. Uh, any of that we missed? Anything you missed? Uh, making a solo movie about a villain that no one actually cares about. Yeah, that's fair. Yep, yep, that's fair. We can, we can, we can address that in a few minutes. Oh, and the romantic subplot was out of place. Oh yeah, there's like zero chemistry between them. I yeah, also, I don't know why the fuck that was. Related she, to that, I wrote uh, Chekhov's mouse that died briefly. <laughs> 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 I just like. Like, she's just... Like, he has more chemistry with Al Pacino and House of Gucci than he does with this girl. Right. <laughs> this woman. Like, right. What? Yeah. What? Do we need a love story? Did it need to happen? Right. No. And what the fuck was that ending? She's just a fucking vampire now? she's now? a vampire. What? Morbius 2? They're just gonna go out on a vampire Morbius. spree? Oh, no. She's the villain now. Oh, no. Oh, no. Two vampires, two Morbius. <laughs> yeah. And she... Where the fuck? She wasn't in the same spot that she was left in. Where did she go? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I don't know. Her vampire. I, I knew she was going to be alive still, but I was yeah. like, I thought they would do a little better than that. It was so Ugh. poor. It was so poor. And like my last con um, that we haven't mentioned yet is um, I feel like this movie was only made to push the Spider-Man adjacent universe and a we're lot. there. And we're there. I don't know. That's that's twice that Sony's tried to push the Sinister Sticks, and twice it's been bad. Yep. It's been so ham-fisted and so forced and just inorganic. I don't want to say that Marvel did it right, because there's a lot of things that Marvel did wrong, mm, and sure. they've kind of ruined it for everybody else, but I feel like they never... It wasn't as blatant as, oh, we're going to create the Sinister Six. Twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop, like, at least this movie didn't stop dead to do it. Like, yeah, it did last it left time. It, it left it all the way to the end, but... Like... Me, what a big oof of a mid credit scenes. Oof. Yeah. Just oof. so bad. And, okay. And it does that they don't make sense. No. no. Neither of them make any sense. Neither of them needed to to happen, and, and they're so badly executed that it's just like, why are they even... Look, we just went over the fact that this movie was done, finished, prior to Venom 2 and Spider-Man. And I'm sure they had some idea of what those mid credit scenes were going to be, or maybe they were done two fucking years ago. Um, And I understand that things happen. But if things change to the point where you have what seems like three weeks and a high school student to whip together these fucking mid-credit scenes, maybe you just don't. What? Why did you... You know what you could have done instead? Instead of putting these fucking rush job, hack together fucking mid-credit scenes that are fucking garbage and look like they're... Look like shit. Maybe. Maybe. Take a page from Matt Reeves and the Batman. Put something cryptic together. And throw it out there as a bonus thing. Gives you more fucking time to work on it. And 
I didn't have to sit there and waste my fucking time watching two dog shit mid-credit scenes that didn't need to be there that you hacked together because Spider-Man fucking exists. I just... Somebody on... There's a there's a gentleman I follow on Twitter who... Uh, he works on... He works for Forbes and he had a whole article on how the spider... The, like, Venom credit scenes and the Morbius one, they're just kind of jokey and they're not really serious and how the whole enterprise of mid-credit scenes have kind of been ruined and how we're all just waiting for the surprise. Sure. Instead of waiting... For, instead of watching the movie that came before it. Which, right. All fair comments. But I feel like this one... They're pushing towards Sinister Six again. Yep. Morbius has been a hero the whole movie. Yep. A conflicted hero, but he's been a hero the whole movie. And then, with with a clear set of morals. And at the end of the film, he meets up with Michael Keaton, who somehow dropped into that universe, which does not make any sense using Spider-Man logic. Yeah, because it's not how that film. That's worked. not how that film worked. But he's there, and he didn't get brought back. All of that, and he somehow found his tech, which probably didn't exist in that universe. Yeah, he had to remake his suit. Sure. Yeah, how did he make it? Either way, either way. Hopes and dreams. Either way. Let's team up about this Spider-Man guy. You know, we we, we could do some good. Get rid of him. Right. Morbius has no idea who this Spider-Man character is. Yeah. Morbius was a hero with morals and suddenly he's like oh yeah cool i'll be a a villain and destroy this teenager that i don't know exists (laughs) right and like what further and venom venom like he mentions venom yeah further to that universe building shit um i'm sorry this is a universe that everybody knows who venom is (laughs) like it's so known that it's a throwaway joke in a completely different city from where all the events of venom even took place and venom's not fucking making the news and shit what did they have a meeting (laughs) did they have a zoom call what what the fuck yeah yeah garbage hot garbage um before we wrap this up quickly and and head into our sort of conclusion, I wanted to talk just ever so briefly about one last thing. It's kind of about Morbius, but more about relating to the fact that I went and saw Ambulance on the weekend. Fair. And so I went down to the cinemas in Oakville to see it. 3.40 on a Saturday afternoon. To me, prime movie time. That is prime movie time. Uh, there was 10 people in the theater for Ambulance. A brand new fucking Michael Bay joint that is off the walls and getting halfway decent reviews. No one hates it. It's a new property. It's doing... Jake Gyllenhaal. What? Ten people. Yeah. But I was looking at my my local, the the Hamilton Mountain Cinema. Motherfuckers have ten showings for Morbius today. And three for Ambulance. What the fuck? Nobody has reserved any seats for fucking Morbius this weekend. We just found out it's dropped 74% over last weekend. What are we doing? Why is Morbius like this pumped to the point where cinemas are wasting money showing it to probably fucking nobody? It's because it's an IP. Is it? It's a vaguely known IP. Yeah, it's Spider-Man adjacent. (laughs) Sure. Because Sony needs to hold on to the Spider-Man bag. And right. like they already have what's his name craven the hunter 
on tap for January 2023, which right. I'm sure will be about as good as Morbius. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. just, it's a bigger conversation. If you wanted to wrap this up, this is a bad place to wrap it up. I because know. it is yeah. a very bigger conversation as to since 2020 and even before that. Yeah. The only thing that people are going to see in the theater right now are movies with characters they recognize. Right. Or an established brand. Right. Right. Which is absolutely dog shit. Which is... Of an idea. Is so bad because... And it doesn't even have to be a brand they recognize. Yeah. Like, like West Side Story is a well-known story, a well-known play. Musical, nobody saw it. And nobody saw it. And then they had the audacity to be like, why didn't anyone talk about it? Well, we did. Yeah. We did. We just... You I, guys just... I, dig I digress. But like... Not a lot of people saw Jackass. No. And Sc that is a brand. And that's a brand. Scream did good. Did well. Did well. It's a horror. Did well. And it's a horror. So that makes sense because horror is still... Still do well. Killing the Somehow. game. Somehow. But like Harry Potter next weekend, probably not going to do the greatest. Sonic destroyed this weekend. Saw that. Because it's yeah. Sonic. Yep. Like Morbius opened at number one. Like it didn't kill it, but it, it opened at number one because, you know... It's Marvel adjacent. Yeah. Doctor Strange will blow the doors off, but that, what's that goofy one with Eggers that we're going to go see? The Northman. Northman. The Northman. That movie is nine, cost $90 million to make, and I'm sure it's going to make nine. Yeah. Like nobody's going to go see it because nobody cares because nobody it's cares. not a well known story and it's not, nobody wants to see original content right now. And if they want to see original content, it has to be somebody they know. Right. Like Chris Nolan. Sure. Right. Because he's a brand unto himself. So they'll well, go see that. But then so was Michael Bay. But he's not... He hasn't been as relevant in a decade. Oh. Like, he made Transformers, but you went to see Transformers movies because you wanted to see Transformers. Transformers, not Michael Bay. Right. And I guess Bad Boys 3 because Bad Boys 1 and, and 2 he wasn't, came And he didn't even direct it, it. And he didn't direct that one. He just had a cameo and nobody yeah. even knew it was him. I yeah. was When I saw it in the theater, I think I saw it with you guys. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, Michael Bay. And yeah. nobody knew. Yeah. yeah. Nobody knew. Nobody gives a shit. Right. What about, uh, sorry to interrupt you guys. No, what about no. the uh, Sandy B movie? That movie did decent at the box office. The Lost City. Well, that is one, that is an outlier. Yeah. That's an outlier. Because the J-Lo movie did not do well. No, it didn't. But, and, and, and to give a shout out to, to my one YouTube dude that I watch every week, Dan Merle, he looked at the Lost City and demographically, it skewed older. They came out and watched The Lost City because it was a comedy movie starring Sandra Bullock, someone who's delivered decent comedies in the past. Mm -hmm. My mom's been talking about it. Yeah. So like that kind of already tells me that it kind of skews that but demographic, barely, but they wanted to see it. Yeah. But there's barely any actors who do that anymore, exactly. right? Nobody's, Robert Downey Jr. makes an Oscar-nominated... like He puts in the money, and he, he, is the great, he puts in the greatest performance ever in acting history, no one's going to see it because he doesn't have his fucking Iron Man helmet on. Right. Right. It's that truth. Right? Yeah. Sandy B can still open a movie. I bet Brad Pitt and Bullet Train is probably going to be fine because he's still a butts and seats guy. Yeah. There's not many of them left. True. They're all gone. True. Or they're not going to go see it. Like, Unless it's a property. Unless it's a property. There's, that there's, Nick Cage movie is probably not going to do well, even no. though it's Nick Cage playing Nick yeah. Cage. You got, you got like Brad Pitt. You got Tom Cruise. 
And yeah, even we Tom don't Cruise, e- we don't even is, know if Tom Cruise, like, we don't even know if people are going to give a shit about yeah. Top Gun. But even, but even Tom Cruise, he's attached to well-known IPs now. They're yeah. his, his yeah. quote unquote, his, his IPs. IPs. Yes, but, but when he ventures away from that, will anything happen? He doesn't. He doesn't do as well, right? right? Yeah, because like Lions for Lambs did dog shit, and so did Rock of Ages. Doesn't right. help that both those movies suck, but yeah. nobody went to see them. Right. So I think it's a bigger conversation with the box office and with money now where you can't even make a mid-budget fucking action thriller and expect people to go see it anymore yeah Yeah. it has to be something with a huge amount of money and even morbius was only cost like 70 million dollars smart decision smart decision that's how much money you need to put in to make anything exactly that's fucking ridiculous I don't want to just see Marvel movies for the rest of my godforsaken life. Like, no, come I on. still love going to the movie theater. We all three of us love going to the movies. Yeah. Like, we're going to fucking see Pulp Fiction thirty-five millimeter yeah. next weekend. Like, <laughs> we're seeing random ass stuff because we just like the experience of seeing movies in a yeah. movie theater. That's the whole thing. Like, it's not seeing it at home is fine, and you can rewatch it at home all you want. You know, watch four K restorations of whatever fucking movie you want. Chef's kiss to, you know, the Godfather being restored in 4K. Beautiful. I'm glad Francis Ford Coppola is still alive to oh, supervise the restoration. Uh, Apparently it goes by Francesco now. Francesco. Good for him and his winery. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, we're, I feel like we're becoming that outlier group of, you know, we're those Cinema 10 people Cinema. that go to see Ambulance and then you walk mm-hmm. into the lobby and it's a sea of kids that were all there for Sonic. Or 10 fucking screenings of Morbius. And it's funny that you mentioned Francis Ford Coppola because he has Francis Ford Coppola, yeah. one of the most prolific American directors of all time. Yep. He's made all timer films that 100%. have inspired. Yep. Generations. Generations. Yep. He can't get the money to finance his next film. He has right. to self finance his next film. Right. The guy who made The Godfather in yep. Apocalypse Now has to. Self-finance. That should tell you everything. No. They don't want to do it. That should tell you you everything. Fucking Roland Emmerich has to go and self-finance his nonsense. Yeah. There's no room. There's no room anymore. You have to make an IP-driven block four quadrant blockbuster that needs to blow the doors off or it's not going to make or or or, or you're sunk. you get it or you get a, a streaming service behind you at this point or you get yeah. a streaming service you sell your stuff to streaming yep with no accountability and no one and you hope someone watches it and no and then, one no it, it, it doesn't even matter in the catalog it, it doesn't yeah. even matter if somebody watches it they don't give a fuck yeah, it's done scorsese made the irishman and he made the movie he wanted to make with no oversight yeah and nobody behind him saying Maybe you should cut a little yeah. bit back. Maybe it's a bit <laughs> right, too much. Right, he doesn't right. give a shit that nobody saw it. Yeah, he it made got it made not it, it got nominated for ten Academy Awards. It's on the it's on the Criterion Collection. He doesn't yeah. give a fuck. Yeah, he made the money and he immediately started making the next movie yeah. for Apple. Yeah, yeah, he's making the movies he wants. Like yeah. that's what you need to do. You need to sign. You need to get into a streaming service, or. You just make something that's dirty, dirty, dirty cheap that some poor bastard sees on Twitter, who's, yeah. who's on Twitter, and he talks about it a lot, and then other people go to go see it, word of mouth, and if it only makes $30 million, it's a hit because it only costs a million dollars. Yeah. it's There's something about streaming services in general and the way that they're run 
in the sense that you have these auteur directors, you have, you know, Scorsese, you have whoever the fuck gets a movie. Michael Bay. Michael Bay. Fincher. Fincher. Judd Apatow. Judd Apatow. Are we going to call Judd Apatow an auteur? I don't want to go. He's, he has not, a very specific style of making really not, long-winded movies that don't know how to end. Let's not. He's a style unto himself. <laughs> it's true. There Jane, is no. Oh, Jane Campion. Jane Campion, yeah. Um, what's his name? Roma. Uh, Alfonso Cuarón. Alfonso, Alfonso Cuarón. Yes. Right? You have this idea now of... The, the traditional theatrical model of you go out, here's your money, it's financed, you go shoot your movie, you release it in theaters, based on how many people go see your movie, we can call it a success or a failure. Yep. You change that to selling to streaming services, they don't fucking care about that because that's not their money maker. Their money maker is subscriptions. It's not about, hey, you went and paid eleven twenty nine or 14 bucks to see that movie in the theater with 50 other people no they already got your money the fuck do they care you're churning in 18 bucks a month on the regular like fucking clockwork isn't even 18 bucks a month i feel like i'm paying 25 now you are for the 4k one yes but netflix is 18 here in canada plus tax so it's like 20 something or other um 4k baby 4k all the way um it's a different like it leads to this idea of like you just have completely either ridiculously no oversight movies because who's gonna rein anybody in uh, or B dog shit but nobody cares because you can just throw it on there it doesn't matter what the if it's good or if it's bad when was the last beyond the power of the dog you know what fuck that fuck any movie that Netflix purchased post it actually being done already. Anything that was like Festival Circuit and the Netflix went, yeah, I'm going to buy it. What was the last great Netflix movie? Power of the Dog they had. They financed Did they finance that? Okay, so before Power of the Dog, I guess The Irishman? Like, everything else they put out is just like middling, middle-of-the-road shit that I guess you could throw on. Like, Red Notice was hot garbage. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. They bought that from somebody. Like, yeah. it's just, a, it's a completely it's different... Two, it's getting two sequels. Of course it is. Because it was the most watched, which is another whole other conversation. Yeah, don't get us started on their fucking how they, how their metrics. Yeah, yeah. We, need, we need to speak about metrics. <laughs> yeah. But, like, it's just, it's led to this different world of filmmakers who are not ostracized, but left on the outside that can't get shit made because... If you want to put it in theaters, too fucking bad. We're not going to do it unless you can bring it in for a Michael Bay budget of forty million at the most. Yeah. Oh, sorry. You and want? You need eighty million? <sighs> you haven't made a movie in twenty years, so that's too risky. Like, and even even saying that, they should have put. People are saying they're complaining about Peacock and doing the day and date with Peacock. Right. But now they're like, why didn't you do day and date with Michael on that one? Right. Right. Which or, would have made perfect sense. Yeah. Or we have shortened streaming window or a shortened theatrical window now of like what Universal I think is like two weeks. Two if weeks they want. for two weeks, Universal. Yeah. Like seventeen days, yeah. But yeah. I I like that better though. Yeah, at least it has a shot. At least because if it didn't do well enough, 
it still has a shot of giving of us giving a shit. The outfit yeah. just came out on streaming right. or to rent. Yeah. And you you reminded me the other day that it was out it was out now. And yeah. I'm like, I'm really excited to see that because I didn't have a chance to go see it. No. And I'm still remembering it, as opposed to the old window where oh, it would come out in what, July? Right. When I forgot it existed yeah at least now i can watch it this week and still remember that i wanted to see it yeah 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 not be stumbling through netflix and be like, oh for yeah, sure I remember oh, yeah, what i, I want to see that. that at least we're giving movies a shot before they end up on a streaming service and hope to find an audience with somebody but like the ones that are going directly to streaming you lose the the idea of quality just because the model's different the ones that go to theatrical no one's willing to take a risk anymore yeah and it's just it's just sad it just it really <laughs> it's sad well the in like the industry bubble is is it's about to pop because everything that's coming out now is stuff that was greenlit in the pandemic right. or everything they're making now is greenlit during the pandemic as opposed to being prior, pu- yeah, prior pushed, and yeah. then they had to get pushed and they had yeah. to do whatever the hell to make it happen right but now it's all stuff that's been greenlit during the pandemic so they're cutting back budgets and they have to cut back budgets because the fucking goalpost has right. to move back yeah sure spider-man Killed the goalpost type thing, but now like all the other Marvel movies are not hitting the goalpost anymore. Yeah, and they needed them to hit the goalpost. And yeah. now that China is not taking all the fucking American movies anymore, they can't rely on that money anymore. Yep. Yeah. And even and even if they do, like most recently, the Batman went there and one didn't other. do well. It didn't do well because they're in a fucking another wave of COVID, and like no one's going to the movies in China right now. There's not even like a good China release recently. Even yeah. even saying that, still though. They're going to Chinese releases. They're not going to American of movies course. anymore. Yep. Right? Like last year, the top oh, two yeah. in China like made over four hundred million dollars in a, a weekend. In a weekend. Two yeah. movies did that. Yep. Or sorry, over three hundred. I think only one hit four hundred. Yes. Then the other but one. But still, like, it was what? the top but ten globally that was mostly China. That doesn't have that didn't no. used to happen, and it's never happened here. Any yeah. movie that that does that well is just one movie, not two. That's yeah, and that is a whole other conversation. And that's about a whole the other con- yeah. That's a whole other conversation. But it all stems down to if you're not an IP-driven franchise, you don't stand a chance. No, uh, there was what ten people in X that I saw the day after it opened. We saw Morbius the other day, and there was oh, what, yeah, fifteen yeah. people there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. we were we were like the biggest group that was there, and there right. was four of us. Right. When I was saw, at the Lost City, there was there there wasn't that many people either. Right. We saw fucking uh, Nightmare Alley on opening night, and yeah. there was thirty or forty people there. Yeah, and we went. Well, we went to a more niche. I cinema, know, but which still helps. It helps that cinema. I'm so happy that 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 small independent exists. Like shout outs to the Playhouse for existing, but that that that's where we got the most the biggest crowd that I think we've had all pandemic was yeah there. Like, even when I went to see Spider-Man, which did gangbusters, and I went at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning, uh, still maybe 25 people. Like, it wasn't that many. I saw a fucking Spider-Man at 11 o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah. Right? That weekend. In the morning? Yeah. 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 And 15 people. Yeah. Like, what is this saying to you? People are comfortable. Like, I love love that it's a lot easier to watch movies now. And it's a lot more convenient that I don't have to wait as long. Sure. But I don't want that trade-off that yeah. we have to see everything everywhere all at once this week. 
Because if we don't, we're it's not going to get a chance. Yeah. 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 Anyway, let's wrap this up. Let's get into uh, our final segment before we just wrap this up quickly. Dave, my man, my uh, my Amazon package collector. Dave's new blues. Dave's new blues. What do you got for us, buddy? You got a new blue. I know it. I know you do. Did I you did. bring it with you? Did you bring a show and tell today? I did bring a show. Oh and tell. yeah. I did bring a show and tell. I wanted to talk about uh, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein from uh, Arrow Video, sure. which just did a 4K restoration. Ooh, uh, Kenneth Branagh directed that film. Yeah. Oscar winner Kenneth Branagh. But instead, I've decided to bring the new Scream Factory 4K release. Of a Jaws knockoff called Alligator. <laughs> Alligator. <laughs> it's a film from 1980. Yeah. It is very much a Jaws knockoff. Sure. It is about a killer alligator in the sewer who is wreaking havoc. In the sewer of like a city? Or yeah, like a in town? the sewer of a okay. city. Okay. Of a city. He's wreaking havoc. And Robert Forster is a detective on the case who has to... Who people don't believe him that there's an alligator in the sewers. Oh, oh okay. And then they yeah, suddenly yeah. start believing him. Sure. I'm into this. It sure. is. I'm into it. I watched the 4K vert. There's a 4K theatrical version, a Blu-ray theatrical version, right. which apparently has a special feature from somebody who worked in the craft department by the name of Brian Cranston. It was oh. one of his first films, <laughs> and he was Fucking, like in like cool. the set design crafts. That's, that's super cool. Um, and then disc three is uh, the Blu-ray version of the TV, the edited for content oh version God. of Alligator, <laughs> which I would love to watch because this movie is fucking violent nice like that. that when i say he when i say he's destroying that this is a killer alligator like he is ramon is a very very killer alligator wait love the that. alligator's name is ramon 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 <laughs> yes love it that is his name that's amazing that is his name who gave him the name so was it the, the kid that flushed down the gator so at the beginning of the film the yeah. girl get the little girl gets the gator yes and she names it ramon and right then, the dad flushes it. There we then, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. And then, Bastard. Like, yeah. And then it goes from there. And they don't know that it's the same gator, but we do. So we know <laughs> that. Oh, no, it's Ramon. And I need to read you a piece of dialogue. Okay. I wrote it down because it's... We got a quote. It's a seminal, seminal piece of dialogue. Right. And it's from uh, Robert Forster. Okay. Uh, he's trying to convince the girl to stay with him. Sure. Sure. And she says... Yeah, well, what do you need me for? And Robert Forrester, who has a number of jokes about his receding hairline, which apparently were improvised, he says, what does anyone need anyone for? You're the country's leading herpetologist. You have a beautiful mind, a doctor's degree, and beautiful tits. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why he needs to keep her around. Mad respect for uh, Robert Forster. James, what are you doing after this podcast? Because I say we fucking throw this gem of a movie on. It looks, the 4K, like some of the nighttime scenes don't yeah. look great, but everything else looks magnificent. Amazing. It is, I bought this movie blind and I watched it for the first time with my father-in-law and I had a fucking gas. Amazing. So oh, much fun. that. I, I, I so want to watch fun. the edited for TV version. Con- I kind of do too because I feel like it would be it would be uh, it'd be interesting because I have a doctor the- and you have amazing breasts. <laughs> Not even that amazing shirt. 
<laughs> or ama- no, it has to be Ted. It's amazing turtlenecks. Turtlenecks. <laughs> amazing turtlenecks. Something dumb. Just like, where'd you get that scar, tough guy? Eating pineapple. Pineapple. Do you do you see what happens? Do you see what happens when you meet a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> that one's one of my favorites. That gold. one's one of, I oh, love when these gosh. are features on DVD gold. or on Blu-ray. So good. Because I have the TV version of RoboCop. Amazing. And the t- which I'm sure is what, do they just 10 like it's long? Do, yeah, say, do they just like pan to the ceiling when Peter Weller's getting <laughs> annihilated by hand even, cannons? I, I don't even know. I don't even know. But and I have the TV version of Halloween, which it's amazing that that premiered on nbc (laughs) oh my god like the like the 80s were a hell of a time hell of a time hell Hell of a time time. hell of a time but yeah alligator 4k can't go wrong i'm glad i'm glad i went blind on that one because it was it was a good purchase yeah that's amazing so i think that's gonna wrap it up for us um we'll be back in two weeks i think we kind of because i don't remember where we were talking about it but i think we did kind of say uh our next episode is uh the northman the northman um are we gonna some, do the, some hot dogs picks and some hot and dogs, some hot picks. dogs picks. Yes, we were gonna talk about hot dogs that is coming up uh we are gonna see the northman and i guess more generally for the northman we're gonna have to just talk about robert eggers yeah i was gonna say aren't we gonna do a little retrospective of our man robert eggers my temporary I title don't know if we should say our man he's not my man. we got we got kind of a love-hate relationship with uh, yeah. robert eggers my temporary title is uh episode five the northman in brackets an evening with robert eggers i, I like that interview. title I oh, wish man. I you should. Robert so Eggers, if you're listening to this, please. So many questions. You think please. he's listening to a random he's, podcast from you a never, bunch of Canadians? You never know. He, he did know. He did shoot the, the Vivitch in Canada. That's true. He did. He so, did. I'll ta- and we'll tag him in the episode. Yeah. Tag him in the I'll episode. Tag him in the episode. See what he says. Yeah. 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 Um, we got this. Is yeah, there so anything, the, you guys want, anything you guys want to close with? Um, no. I, I, you know, just uh, as usual, thank you for listening. Appreciate yeah. all of you. Fuck Chad. Fuck Chad still. Fuck Chad. Fuck and, that man. Uh, yeah, we'll talk in two weeks. You know, I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do with that little bonus section that went on a little bit too long. Yeah. But, so if you want to see it, you know, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Absolutely. And uh, let us know. And uh, otherwise, you know, subscribe to our Patreon. Help us out if you want. If not, that's cool too. I just appreciate you listening. Stay fresh. Stay classy. One love. You're not vengeance. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.